Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense, but we are ASAP Science here to make things make sense. Today we are talking about if fruit is in fact bad for you. There's a lot of trends online talking about glucose monitoring and how fruit could be this secret evil thing for your body. We're going to get into it. Very controversial. To start, we're going to talk about AI and fMRI machines reading your brain and also some interesting information about stress. Hello. That was like stressful for me. I was like, it felt like an exam. Trying to remember. I was, words were coming out of my mouth before my brain felt like it was processing it. And I was like, did it even make sense? I do that all the time. Did what I say make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It did. Uh, But it reminds me of like filming videos and stuff where you're just like kind of reading a script and trying to remember it and process it. But you're just like saying words and being like, does this actually sound real? We also talk so fast. The two of us. No, I'm like, it's also that. Like, my lips and, like, my vocal cords are moving so fast that my brain's like, slow the fuck down. What are you even saying? Yeah, you're right. Is and that when I good listen, or bad? Well, it's interesting that we have a podcast. because <laughs> Well, you know, every single podcast I listen to now, I do actually listen to at least 1.5. So, I listen to... At least 1.5? You used to drag me to all hell. Okay, it depends on the podcast, I'll be honest. If it's one that I... If it's a funny podcast, it will be at normal speed. Because I want the vibe, I want the timing. But if it's informational, it's 1.25 or 1.5. Oh my god, yeah. If if it's news... Yeah. You've done two? Like on YouTube videos, I do two all the time. Oh, yeah, YouTube videos, yeah. for sure. I live at 1.5. You used to drag me to hell. <laughs> I know. But it was sometimes sad because it would be like a meditation podcast. Yeah, that's what like, I mean. Like, put some... your hands above your head. And it's like, oh, my God. It's like, put your hands in a palm pair. And then you went in. And I'm like, meditation. Yeah, like that is obviously wrong. You're right about comedy. I have it stacked so I like paint and like work out to my comedy podcast so I make them slow so they like drag out. Yeah. But if it's news, baby, get that info in. Agree. I don't like, care about your tone. And sometimes if it's a sciencey pod, like meanwhile people are fucking speeding the shit okay, out so of that's, this. <laughs> that's the thing. So I will listen to like science podcasts at one point five times the speed and I'll be like, we talk so much. What is ours? I if you put this podcast at one point five, it's Alvin and the Chipmunks on roids. Like we ha- we speak so much faster than we're other. just doing the service, so people don't have to u- click that button. Yeah, I think because <laughs> science podcasts are very like there's a sheet in front of them. Yeah, I picture them at like an NPR studio, and they're like the mitochondria. Yeah, and to has be fair, oxidative our stress. YouTube videos are not as fast as our podcast. Like we do, we don't slow down a lot in our videos, but we speak slower in our videos because yeah. it's scripted. Yeah, really? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I don't think I don't think I think we talk a lot faster on the podcast. Okay, so also this is what all science podcasts do, and I'm going to say it right now. They'll say, you know, we provide this service of education. If there's one thing you could do for us, it is to hit follow on the <laughs> app that you are listening to right now. This is me being serious, people, <laughs> and I'm just laughing in your face. <laughs> hit follow, whether it's iTunes, whether it's Google, whether it's Podcast Addict. Send this podcast to a friend who's interested in science 
And there's one other thing they say. Rate it and give and it a review. And rate it and give it a review because we are giving you, they, they're so good at being like, we are giving you science information for free. Anyways, was that yeah. good? No, yeah. I love seeing the reviews that come yeah. through on the new we ones. We read like them. They're nice, yeah. And message us on Instagram because I'm back on it. I mean, like, only give us a review. It's nice, to be honest. No, well, okay, yeah, obviously. <laughs> Constructor criticism can come through, like, uh, Instagram and Twitter, I think. It's like, don't, I mean, actually, no, everyone's very can, nice. You can give us constructive criticism on on Apple iTunes, <laughs> no, for, exa- for example, slow the F down when you talk. <laughs> yeah, but okay, think about this. 0.75. Are we really too fast? 0.5. You can control it. Whoa. Allow us to speak at our comfortable rate. Okay, last thing before we move on. My favorite <laughs> podcast, we talked about them last week with Zelda, The Read. I listened to them as a comedy podcast at 1.5 times the speed, and truly they're on horse tranquilizers at one. <laughs> like, I actually, when I go to their normal speed, I'm like, are you serious? They're like, hey. Hey. <laughs> and they're so like chill. Sl- it's such a popular podcast. They're so funny, but I can't believe how slow they talk and how they're able to leave pauses, let the other person finish. Like we're just like blah, 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 blah. Yeah, what's that about? And I like mean, they're both gay. It's not a gay thing. Huh. They're just really cool. We're just hyped. We're so hyped. But like I'm not. But you are when it comes to, we will be moving on, sorry. You are when it comes to speaking and yeah, talking. You talk a true. lot. You talk fast. I know. I talk too much. Um, I think it's because no. I have too many things I want to say. Like I, when I've been on other people's podcasts and listened back to me, I'm like, I keep talking. Like I just, it takes me a lot of words to describe what I want to say sometimes. But that's better I'm than. I'm just trying to put them out there fast. Yeah. That's better than being on a podcast and then like being hosted on a podcast and looking in the camera and having nothing to that's say. That's true. That's true. Anyways, too bad. What did we learn this week? We're not about language, okay, but well, let's get to that. <laughs> oh, what did we learn this week? So I can't tell if mine's like freaky or not because everything about AI and chat GPT, everyone's freaking out, but I'm so yeah. cynical that I'm like, relaxed. yeah, I bounce like from both extremes where I'm like, this is like not going to change anything. And oh my God, this is like collapsing society as we know it. It feels like those are the only two options. <laughs> it's either you don't care or you read stuff where they're like, you do realize we're all doomed and you're like, to be really? fair, like everything else, it's probably just in the middle. Like it's yeah. going to take a part of our lives, but it's not going to absolutely destroy the fabric of society. Yeah. And go listen to our video on ChatGPT. I mean, listen to our podcast. I'm trying to slow down. <laughs> it's actually messing you up, <laughs> yeah. slowing down like you don't make any sense. <laughs> okay, so recently they used ChatGPT and AI, like language, language-based AI, and fMRI machines to read people's minds, hmm. which is like, okay, as I say it, I'm like, that does sound really freaky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they... Thought police... Speaking of podcasts. <laughs> Oops, I just yeah, said my birth 1988. year. 1988. <laughs> that was our birth year, but I meant to say 1984. Which is <laughs> Main <the> character <laughs> syndrome. Have you guys read that book, 1988? <laughs> Whoops, that's when I was born. Um, so they got them to listen to a podcast, I assume at a slower rate than ours, in an fMRI machine. And the fMRI machine in the language, like AI kind of already knew the podcast. So they were able to see how the brain reacted to the podcast based on language. Then they took them out, put them into the fMRI machine with this AI technology and told them to think about a story, tell a story or watch a movie without any, without any dialogue. 
And then the chat GPT was able to very accurately fill in what they were thinking. Mm, this is cool, but also yeah. terrifying. But, okay, so they said the sentences like didn't make sense, but they made enough sense that it was kind of it was like it that is what that movie was about. Right. And so the reason this could be good was for people who can't communicate. Like yeah, this like would be verbally great, necessarily. Yeah, and right now I think they use sort of like technology that reads lips or something like that. Whereas this could be like actually like more accurate mm. to communicate. But there was really like the the scary part they said was about like if it were to get to like lie detector vibes, yeah. like for mm-hmm. courts, so like they need to figure out how to make sure. And this even is- like interrogations, like obviously the final frontier of your autonomy and privacy of a person as a person is, is your, your thoughts, thoughts, which is like yeah. what 1984 is about. Like yeah. when the thought police can literally understand your thoughts and you actually have nowhere to go to like be yourself and not be yeah, worried so, about. Yeah, okay, so like now yeah, so that's now really scary, scary. <laughs> but it's like, but they were kind of like, there, this needs to be regulated so that that can never be the case. Yeah. For example, one part of the video was like someone got in a car and then the chat GPT like read the brain as someone threw a woman out of a car. And it's like, <laughs> okay, well, if we're like using this in like law yeah. or whatever, it's like, well, now that person's convicted of a crime. That's yeah, not. it's kind of, I mean, it's similar to even lie detectors in the first place. Like they've wrongfully incriminated people by thinking technology is more advanced than it actually is. Like I'm not yeah, saying there yeah, isn't yeah. any legitimacy to those <laughs> things, but to, to convict somebody on something like that, that is so early in development and maybe can actually have false positives or false negatives. Yeah, they obviously were like not like, oh, let's get this into court right. today. But, but I think they're saying like let's the regulate this out of a hundred courts, period. But now I'm like, this is really freaky. It is scary. Like I think but, or cool. I think I think I think that the the distance to which people think this AI technology will go right now is like not nearly as far. Or sorry, people are think taking it to the extremes in the same way that we all thought we'd have self-driving cars on and totally on highways by now. You know, that's what I always say. Yeah, no, you're right. And but I think like, you see like those clips of Elon Musk every single year being like, next year we will have self-driving cars. Next year all highways will be this. Next year, next year, over and over every single year. I'm not saying it will never happen, but yeah. I think we have a lot more time to like slowly adapt to yeah. these changes. But at the same time. I don't know if I'm right or wrong. Like maybe AI starts to self-improve and starts to, you know what I mean? Like there can be a parabolic growth of this kind of thing where it like gets out of hand faster than humans are capable. of. And it's like, is the like back to comedy podcast, everyone's talking about the writer's strike is the writer's strike isn't it part of it about like AI, like writing TV shows? I think it's not, or no, it's not. I've listened to, writers talk about this i think it's like a little on the horizon it's not what the strike is about but obviously there are ceos and executives who are like yeah we'd love to replace writers with this technology but the argument is also like (laughs) all those execs are doing are making simple choices that ai can also do so you're everyone's just putting themselves out of work if that's if that's the thing wait like there's like an ai like a manager of talent being like nick jonas doesn't have it anymore but (laughs) know who does this random boy from mississippi yeah (laughs) like agents what do you mean like managers and agents of like being like calling your ai agent as an actor make decisions for you (laughs) being like this role like reading the script so quickly because it's chat gpt mean like this role is it bad whereas this role has the tenets of an oscar for you it's just like it might it'll all like come 
into one big fireball when it's like this puts everybody out of work and then that will be an interesting but that forefront was also of a capitalism conversation before about how like there was going to be no jobs for anyone like three years ago yeah. it was like machines are all going to take your jobs and and, and that's been a conversation a with most it. technology right like they both destroy and create jobs. yeah oh my god we've always wanted to do an episode on universal basic income because mm -hmm. that was so the vibe three years ago when yeah. everyone was like machines are gonna take your it's gonna jobs. have to be a bigger conversation i think and i'm surprised that hasn't come back with this ai discussion yeah and in I fact i'm writing it down because there's a really cool canadian study about universal basic income and how it literally slays mama <laughs> <laughs> okay. i was gonna say like it reminds me of the um you know gradual transition to uh, climate friendly technologies and advancements like from oil to solar and wind and all these kind of things. And the conversation of like, how do we make sure people and individuals are protected that can be like retrained and relearned. So we're yeah. not like, leaving everyone behind. Yeah. yeah I think that's, like that's true. what is going to happen is AI is going to play a bigger and bigger role. And yes, we should regulate it in terms of what it can and cannot do, but we should also be thinking about who are the people who are going to be most affected by this. How do we set them up to like either transition or switch and get new skills to move other places? Like there yeah. will be a time soon when we, our job, like when, Oh and God! I can summarize. Wait, we still should do that. Like yeah, a video that we make and a video that like ChatGPT makes and just make them both. Yeah, and see who's does. Why better. haven't we done that? I don't know. We're it's, so, I don't think it's, no, we're so lazy. Everyone <laughs> needs to know that we are in our lazy era. I mean, everyone's like, "You should do a video on this." I'm like, "We should," and then we just like do this podcast, which we love, and then we like, or I like play tennis. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, last thing I'll say on the AI part of it was that I thought was cool. It reminded me of a video we did on dreams a long time ago and how even back then they were using brainwaves to try and like get a guesstimate picture of what people were dreaming. Yeah. So I imagine this could be implemented in a similar way where AI like you train it by showing people what specific thoughts they're having and the AI learns like, okay, what are the neural connections that light up when they're thinking about a lemon mm -hmm. and of a horse and of this? That would be so And then fun. it can start to literally read your mind. I mean, not read your mind. Like coming like, out and just like every t every day, the scientist is like, Craig, um, you dreamt about having sex with Bad Bunny again. <laughs> <laughs> like just being told like the most basic things. Like, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. I know. Okay. <laughs> and now we're moving on. Yeah, my assumption is dreams are just like erratic neural behavior that is like probably nonsensical most of the time yeah but okay shall i move on to mine yeah it's short and sweet i um there's a woman named dr Alyssa Eppel, and she has a book that's just come out called the stress prescription i was listening to her on a podcast if you can't guess mitch is stressed <laughs> <laughs> well parts of it were about like body stress and how your body can like you know exemplify or hold that stress if you in. can't tell mitch's back is thrown out again <laughs> oops anyway you know, sometimes I was realizing these kind of podcasts, I, I listen to all these things and it's hard to like come away with something because they're so long nowadays. There's so many tips. And if you can tell, Mitch got into the Huberman podcast. <laughs> <laughs> He's officially a bro. I've listened to like three episodes, but I mean. Just I'm like, like I like watching you just like blending beets <laughs> into a smoothie and that drinking it. That didn't come from the podcast. It's got Huberman lab energy. No. Beets we were learning were really good. And I was like, well, I'm going to try and eat a lot of foods that are anti-inflammatory because my back is so messed yeah, up. Yeah. It's like you are Huberman. I didn't hear it there. Leave me <laughs> alone. Anyway. No, there's nothing here wrong with that. were her sort of, these are like a little vague, but they were, you know, when you're like stressed or you have a moment of crisis or 
a kind of intense moment, even if it's not related to stress and you're like, what should I do? This is like three steps to think about that. I'm trying to remind okay. myself if I feel stressed. So I kind of remember the last time I was stressed cause I am so privileged. Yeah. Okay, continue. <laughs> and you have like crazy stress management. Like you're really, you've come from like not a stressed environment or family. I just feel like you don't really get stressed. Okay. I do stop. Okay. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know. Okay. Um, so the first one is, it's considered top-down communication. Well, so, <laughs> so it's like thinking of statements, you can say. So like using your brain to help you. So like some people come up with mantras to calm themselves down. Hmm. I, I do have, I always, if I'm really stressed, I'm like, well, we're just like zoom out. Mm. Like we're just this tiny little person. You think that anything I do matters? Girl, you're going to die and everything's going to end. Like 100%. Um, that's really dark. No, Not but everything's going to end because I do But that can give you more. perspective. And yeah. the mantra can vary so much. Like, so for me, sometimes when I'm in pain, the mantra is like, I can overcome this. I can overcome this. Like I'm strong enough to get through this and get better faster. You know yeah. what I mean? Finding a phrase that helps. Number two is your body. So instead of thinking about your mind, how can your body, like a lot of ways you can breathe your body, literally exercising, breathing techniques, cold techniques. Like there's lots of ways to use your body that can trigger it backwards towards uh, your mind. Go into a bark and look at birds. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, well that's actually number three is oh. change your environment. Oh, so um, that True. might be like physically moving yourself somewhere, like removing yourself outside. from your phone or yeah. going outside or just like change your atmosphere. And so yeah. I thought these were three simple tips when you're like having a moment just to be like mind, body, environment. How can oh I my change God. these three things? As someone who doesn't do any work ever, like I'm constantly <laughs> changing my environment and it is so relaxing. Like yeah. just it's go on a bike ride, go on the street, go yeah. to the art gallery, go to a movie. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> again, I don't have <laughs> have a job you're <laughs> but like, so weird yes you do <laughs> no but i mean like i just feel like i'm so happy because it's like that is so stimulating especially mm. when you live in a city just being like oh there's a thousand people around like mm. as if my problems matter okay wow i'm sounding really i don't think that's that, that helpful what i'm saying no i can see someone being stressed and being like shut the fuck up yeah like when i go to a busy street that's like not helpful. but no you're not wrong that Getting out of your environment, going somewhere busy can give you just a different perspective. Oh, it's Take you the, out of your situation. It's just that the weather's nice in Toronto. Yeah. So every time you go outside now, it feels like Much nicer. everyone is like jumping like a leprechaun jump and is just like in such a good mood. Yeah. So like the vibes are good. Whereas it's true. Like if you go outside in a city that isn't Toronto in late May when it's finally warm, like it sucks. It's, it doesn't, it's not necessarily <laughs> a good vibe. Yeah. Okay. Let's wrap this up. It's been a long intro, but we're going to be coming back to talk about fruit. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Study time. Study time. Study time. Study time. Fruit time. 
It's we're not talking about gay yeah. lords. Fruity today. boys talking about fruit. Uh, the premise today is, you know, we've always been told that an apple day keeps the doctor away. That fruit is a really great wholesome part of everyone's daily diet. Uh, but have we been wronged? Has science led us in the wrong direction? Is there evidence to suggest that like the sugar content in fruit might not be so good for you and that maybe you should monitor? There's fructose, there's glucose. Is it bad? Um, and should and you debate how much fruit you're actually taking? Is it as bad as having a fuzzy peach? The real one versus the candy one. Or the real one, a.k.a. my ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which of those three? That's actually what we'll be ranking today. Okay, so Greg's ass, the candy, or the fruit. Which one is the best? Obviously, my ass is the healthiest. <laughs> Stick but. around, and we'll um, give you the answer to that question at the end. But also, this is a TikTok thing. If you're on TikTok, or I'm assuming Instagram Reels, or even what's the YouTube one? YouTube Shorts. Shorts. But I've seen full videos about this. On YouTube? Yeah, like doctors... Uh, not doctors, but maybe they're doctors. People talking about like the glycemic index and why you want to like minimize sugar spikes in your blood and how fruit can impact that versus other foods yeah. and a lot of concentration around. I mean, around. that's fair. Like there is sugar in fruit, but also people are yelling at you on like literally yeah. people are yelling on TikTok because I started searching it and now it's in my algorithm. They're literally yeah. like, do you eat blueberries? You might not know the hidden death. Yeah. Like it's great. <laughs> it is like health. Mm. On and TikTok is wild. It's a bit scary, yeah. And I will say, like, we are going to come at this from a science perspective, a funny perspective, a side note perspective. But obviously, like, nutrition is very. Um, every person's version of nutrition is going to be different depending on who they are. You can talk to your doctor about it. Whether you have an eating disorder, whether you like, there's so many like complex issues around yeah. like food and nutrition that I think what we're going to talk about today is like scientific studies. About like generally whether fruit is healthy or what, <laughs> if the perspective from a science has perspective shifted. has shifted. Yes, yeah. yeah. But obviously like, you know, don't. Yeah, like there's lots of, of course, like if you don't want to eat fruit, it's not like you get to choose your own diet. It's less about that and more about like, let's just talk about why some people are taking it out and if that's legitimate. Yeah. Um, I think like in general, it's been tied to this movement of lowering carbs. I yeah. think because sugar is a carb. Uh, and some people think that like they carb all carbs are bad or some people just want to minimize their carbs or some people are like, again, worried about glucose spikes. Um, and also this trend of glucose monitoring technology. That's what I'm seeing it a lot mm -hmm. about. It's like, okay, so there is a contemporary nutrition science trend that is being talked about that is very valid, which is that like, when you spike your glucose levels in your body, it puts it puts stress on your mitochondria. It is quote unquote not optimal health. So like people are going as so far as to strap literal insulin or mm -hmm. sorry, glucose Monitors. monitoring things on their arms, which I like see at the gym and I see a lot. And I'm like, this to me, I'm like, mm, this is crazy. And I'm just <laughs> like, well, no, it's not crazy, but it's like these are people without diabetes. They're doing it because they just want to know like what is spiking their sugar levels. And there is valid science that I read this week about how intense spikes in glucose levels in your body can lead to like fatigue, can yeah, like lead energy to crashes, energy and, crashes. Yeah. And yeah, that might be cool to know about. But when you read the studies, they're talking about pasta. They're talking about chocolate cake, like literally mm, yeah. white rice sometimes. Typically processed foods. Yeah, Because right? I think what's important to acknowledge up front and where this has come from is that Sugar and processed foods, like large amounts of consuming sugar is associated with 
um, health issues. Yeah. So like that is true. People, that's why like there's been so much effort around like minimizing soda, why diet soda became so popular. It's like, we know that when you consume a lot of sugar, it's not good for you. And so I think the jump then was like, well, yeah, fruit has a lot of sugar in it as well. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's kind of like where I think it started and why it has a legitimate base or it's like a legitimate question to ask yeah. and to be curious But now about. we're maybe going to like slay all day and LOL <laughs> at anyone who has ever told you to not eat fruit on TikTok because it is like <laughs> my instincts were like, this is insane. The person who's yelling at me does have twitchy eyes and is like a scary man. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, the science is pretty... So we're like, yeah, not going to bury <laughs> yeah, the lead. Yeah, we're like, like fruit well, is well, good. How do you End bury the podcast. lead? <laughs> well, I was just going to save it a little longer. But no, okay. We're going to just <laughs> no, come like, out. We're going to come yeah, out as fruity As people who lovers. think fruit is healthy. <laughs> like, it is crazy. I like, mean, okay. I don't think it's crazy because I think it is, it's certainly worth, like, exploring questions in nutrition. And, yes. like, but I think what... It, gets misconstrued because like there's obviously like legitimate scientists who are like we just want to study this we want to know we're going to put people on like heavy fruit diets or we're going to put yeah. them on like different varieties that doesn't and, and they might get results that show something's good or bad but i think what sometimes like the general public including myself and you fail to realize is that these are sometimes at like this peak performance level right so yeah. when you're talking about it reminds me of like exercise like a lot of exercise videos you see on tiktok are like are you doing your bicep curl like this you actually need to change the angle by two degrees and then you'll get the optimal and it's kind of like that's not untrue but, but if the you've other way never picked that, up yeah, yeah if you've yeah, never yeah. picked up a weight before and you do a bicep curl yeah. you're gonna stimulate your bicep yeah yes it might not be optimal but like when we get into these things of like such nuanced nutrition decisions i think you're really only fighting for like a percentage of improvement or disadvantage yeah, okay. and it's important to remember like this can easily yeah the people who are disorders. yelling at you about eating fruit are like so god damn in the weeds about nutrition mm. that they've like lost the plot yeah and they may not be wrong i mean some of them are straight up misinformation some and of wrong. Them, a lot of them are straight up wrong if you just yeah. put like fruit mm. dangerous yeah TikTok. It's crazy. but like that's what i mean like it's not crazy because there there is legitimate science going into trying to figure out like maybe one fruit is actually better than the other yeah you know or like okay well in general fruit has lots of water mm-hmm. and lots of fiber and it involves like chewing slowly mm-hmm. and like that is a big part of it mm-hmm. is that it's probably the biggest part of the difference between a processed sugar food and yes and exactly fruit. than like a chocolate cake for right. example is like when you're eating fruit you're consuming all these well not even to mention the vitamins and minerals <laughs> but it's like you're which are slay all day but it's like you are consuming so much water and you're consuming so much fiber and the fiber aspect of it is in these studies where that people are like eat fruit because fiber is so important to literally slowing down the metabolism of glucose in your GI tract. Mm-hmm. It's important to essentially stunting all of the quote unquote issues that people are talking about with this intense amounts of glucose spikes that happen. The fiber, it literally like can coat your intestines and GI tract to have the process slow down so that you're not reaching the same types of sugar spikes Mm -hmm. and because fruit is so high in fiber you can tell just when you take a little crunch of it that is to me what i saw as people being like it's really hard to it's not that's where it's not the same as processed food so like yes fruit will has like a higher glycemic or like you're gonna see a sugar spike compared to other foods but 
it's like nowhere near the same. Like the fiber is what is helping that sugar actually be processed differently on the one hand. And on the second hand, most of the sugar in fruit, I think is fructose, um, which a lot of processed food is sucrose and glucose. And yeah. those are actually processed differently and have different like... There still is can be sucrose and glucose. Yeah, I'm not fruit. saying there yes, isn't, yeah, but yeah. it's like the, the, not genetic makeup, but like the chemical makeup of these foods and, and sugars changes how your body digests it so not only is the water and fiber impacting how that food's digested the majority is fructose which we don't have as strong of correlations yeah. when it comes to negative health outcomes as we do for sucrose and like and when glucose. they were doing studies about the amount of fructose in fruit even if you ate a lot of it they're like it's not reaching harmful levels and mm -hmm. they were able to acknowledge like okay we know that eating high amounts of glucose sucrose and fructose quickly causes issues so like literally doctors are like we are surprised at how when we study people eating a lot of fruit like they are fine mm -hmm. and in fact healthier because mm -hmm. they're kind of like there is so much sugar in here but when we actually study like lifestyle and even out, not even like the biochemical pathways almost from a biochemical standpoint you're like oh, okay there's gonna spike the glucose mm -hmm. it's gonna be happy but then they're like, like theoretically yeah but then they're just like it's not causing yeah the amount of studies i was able to find inside and hopefully we'll put them in the links here is like so many studies are just showing that people who eat more fruit and vegetable, like the hardest part is a lot of these studies get intertwined. So With they're studying fruit and vegetable. And, vegetable. Yeah, and yeah. so like there's probably micro differences, but I did find a couple like studies that were only changing the variable of fruit. People who ate more fruit were healthier. They like lost more weight. Lived they, longer. They, yeah. They have like better general health, outcome, health outcomes. Their cardiovascular system is improved. Like I need to like scroll down. It's truly like everything that sounds good. Yeah. Like the, <laughs> just so many type two diabetes is like a lower risk of that. Even several cancers and chronic health conditions. Like exactly what you said. The, we don't understand the mechanisms. Like a lot of scientists mm -hmm. and researchers in this space go, okay, we actually don't know why, but we just know this is the association. But we know there's going to be vitamin C, potassium, and folate in that fruit. Sure. Like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The minerals and the vitamins. <laughs> and the fact that it's like smothered in fiber for the most part. I love it. It sounds like smothered. you're like whipped cream <laughs> topping, but it's just like smothered. Yeah. So, for example, one golden delicious apple, which crunch, crunch, tastes like candy you know what i mean sometimes you eat an apple and you're like well this can't literally like why they're getting into your brains you're like this can't be good for me yeah. like this is absolutely <laughs> delicious contains two grams of fiber 22 grams of sugar 13 of which of those are fructose so whereas if you had like a 16 ounce can of soda which contains zero grams of fiber 52 grams of sugar 30 of which are fructose so it's like it's just you know not that like ever you're eating an apple and having like a pop and thinking they're the same but they could be quenching a, f a, a sugar yeah, craving a part of your brain might be stimulated in the same way even subconsciously that exactly fulfills and that it just like makes desire. you realize like there is so much more in the apple to slow down that glucose spike and to also um essentially make you feel like you ate something sweet which you did mm -hmm. there still is a lot of fructose in there yeah this the, my sort of like not favorite study but of the ones i found that specifically looked at fruit and to be fair it was on like a pretty small group like maybe it was 18 people or something um but they made them eat a lot of extra fruit so they were eating around 200 grams of fruit a day which is around eight cans of cola a day like the equivalent Whoa. of what that right. would be from sugar from coca-cola or, or some someone's kind of having pop. a fruit salad for lunch dinner what they found breakfast. was there was an, so obviously if you were doing that much cola we would know exactly what the outcome would be so many studies would show like a lot of different yeah. health outcomes that would not be positive they found no adverse impacts for body weight, blood pressure, insulin, and lipid levels uh, after three 
to six months. Uh, there was the only one side effect, and that was that. They, it, and part of the study, they gave them like more vegetables as well, and on top of all the fruit, it said they recorded the largest bowel movements apparently ever documented in dietary dietary. Oh my god! They took the biggest <laughs> shit in the, all of time. <laughs> Ever recorded in dietary intervention. Oh my god, their rectum <laughs> holes are like act their asses. So loose. like obviously the amount of fiber was like insane that they were like having. I mean, dumps. I know I'm gay, <laughs> and so my ass being stimulated is like great for me. It's slay all day, it's a hundred. But like when you take a solid good shit, it's like that is the best feeling. I bet that was the best. <laughs> yeah, like they're it saying it's a side effect. Big. I bet those people are like, oh yeah, excess is too big. I, I, they didn't say that. I'm just saying like there I might like, be a point at which like the pure size of it is like <laughs> I like my favorite saying for taking a shit is baking a loaf I hate that and I feel like it's a good one for those people all those contestants in this um, fruit study baked loaves let me tell you that for sure um, so I thought that was Ew. just interesting to know I because I what I said similar gross. yeah you're gross and um, that's why I moved on immediately <laughs> yeah um, same thing has been documented like I mentioned weight loss but it's really well documented that people who consume more fruit even though we don't entirely understand why they are more likely to lose weight. Yeah, that's the funny thing is the not knowing why. Like, this is another, okay, yeah, this is just us going ham about <laughs> the fact that I'm so annoyed by these TikToks because I'm getting them all the time now. And it's like, they're really manipulative. And I'm like, who are yeah, they working for? It spooks you. It spooks you. Because but it's like, why are they like, you know what I mean? Like, what's the I intention? Think I, to be honest, to be controversial. That, and I'm sure they've come across a stat that stimulated their minds and thought, oh my God, this will be, this is so shocking and crazy. Like I'm going to, like some, don't you think it's like, some could be devious. I'm like, it's cause it's the word is fruit and they're homophobic. <laughs> That's not true. But sometimes I'm like, fruit Why is, is, fruit is effeminate. And they're like, the people I'm seeing are these like scary men in grocery stores. Yeah. It's never like a really a flamboyant, like, no. And they're being person. like, don't eat fruit. And I'm like, I think it's cause you're too scared that if you eat fruit, you're going to like eat a man's ass. Like they're like. <laughs> so like they're so scared they're like you only can eat like beef and pigs and things that have been slaughtered like it's why? so i mean that's not true but sometimes i'm like how did we get here how are why are we making a video where we're like guess what fruit's healthy I, yeah no it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy it's crazy i think it's just it's just a part of the the time we're in where anyone can basically say anything yeah. and something that is controversial will get more attention and okay i keep not acknowledging that like there reasons there's actually so many studies on this recently is that doctors are like, wait a second. We're obsessed with glucose spikes mm -hmm. being bad. We're obsessed with the impact it has on your mitochondria and aging. We do actually think fruit should be like theoretically yes. like yeah, what? Yeah, That's yeah, why yeah. more and more research. And they're like, okay, but we keep finding like people are healthier when they yeah. eat more, despite what we expect. What, yeah. So okay, what's so going that on? Is fair. But I need to know why are queer people called fruity <laughs> like oh, where did that come I from i mean fruits are pink fruits are blue fruits are all the colors of the rainbow fruits oh, are it's the rainbow fruits <laughs> are a part of flowers which are also like but it's why like, is that gay because the most beautiful things in the world are like gay it's so weird fruity fruity i would love to know the etymology the, yeah. of like why we're called fruit. fruity <laughs> it's really um, weird well, i honestly fairies is it just because like to be manly is to eat meat? And so what's the Sometimes opposite? I'm like, but we it's like, can't be this basic as humans. We can't. <laughs> like it can't be that. Like then that's so Why wouldn't it be called like veggie? You're so veggie. Right? Like, yeah, there is something more masculine about a vegetable. <laughs> it it is derived like, oh, from the expression oh. nutty as a fruitcake, which was once which was first recorded in nineteen thirty five. Fruit 
cake. Which is very war. Like very nutty. World War II is about to happen. So nutty was the gay a nut uh, can back be, then. <laughs> a nut can be either a seed or a fruit. By the 1930s, both fruit and fruitcake terms are seen as not only negative, but also to mean male homosexual, although probably not universally. Fruity fruit or fruitcake. Okay, Bring back fruitcake. I am <laughs> yeah, officially fruit <laughs> calling all of our gay friends fruitcake. That is so funny. So they're vent. They're, it's a sexual slang term. 1930s. Many pop culture references. Gay nightlife like to like to <laughs> reclaim the word and call each other fruit packers. I'm like, okay. Um, yeah, 1935. Okay. Wow. All since back then, I don't know what I'm saying. Okay, well, but we did move like, on, but I was just like, where did this term even come from? Because it doesn't resonate necessarily. Well, something yeah. about it, something about it does. You know when you have like Kiki versus Lulu or whatever that phrase is, where like yeah. ones that you guess the sharp one is Kiki and the other one's whatever. Yeah. Fruity, for some reason, maybe just because I've heard it all my life, does though resonate a little more with like gay than anything else. Yeah, they're not really explaining like why exactly it happened, but just that it like the time it, it started just to be evolved said. around then. Okay. I mean, and they say it's oral history and it traveled across the Atlantic. <laughs> That's insane. Um, I forget where we left off. I have a few other stats I wouldn't mind sharing about fruit. Yeah, go. So one review of studies, like a meta-analysis, found that each daily portion of fruit consumed reduced the risk of heart disease by 7%. Whoa. So that's like a kind of interesting correlation. High fruit and vegetable intake is associated with a 46% lower risk of diabetes in females. However, in this particular study, there was no difference in males. Interesting. Uh Um, uh, Let's see. Oh. This to me was one of the most important stats because okay. everyone's like worried now. Am I consuming too much fruit? <laughs> 2019 study of Americans found that only 12% are getting the adequate amount of fruit in the first place. So it's like you probably don't need to worry about fruit <laughs> yeah. consumption. Like, yeah. sure, if you are a fruit addict and you're eating all day, every day, like maybe it's worth considering your fruit consumption, but considering like the vast majority, 88% of people in America are not hitting the recommended amount. Stop worrying. I know. I'm like, imagine like, I'm like how many of us are like, Oh God, I'm forcing another pineapple. (laughs) Like it just feels like I'm not going, like I eat a lot of fruit cause I am a fruit cake. (laughs) And I don't ever think it's too much because it's just like, it's never that much. Yeah. You don't like you, your body eventually is just like, I don't want it anymore. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. I, I'll have okay, a banana so and I'm not suddenly like, I want another, another banana. banana. Okay. <laughs> so that's part of another reason why they're like, okay, so obviously fruit is freaking healthy. <laughs> and they said it decreases your total calorie intake, which makes a lot of sense. Like eating an apple by the end it's of filling. it, you are like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. They provide prolonged... Especially compared to the equivalent amount of sugar in another, like, processed food. Yeah. So a pop? A, are you kidding me? But even, like, a croissant. Like, there's lots of sugar yeah. sources people aren't thinking about. Oh, yeah. I always goods. forget about, like, carbs. Tons of food, rice. like bread. Yeah, you know, totally. That, like, the equivalent... I mean, maybe bread has fiber. Like, there are some foods that have fiber. No, that but it won't have as much if it's processed as, bread. Yeah. So, it's just worth Unless thinking, like... you're, like, like eating, equivalent. like, barley off of the, like, <laughs> stock. Okay. So, they, prov- yeah, provide prolonged satiety. There's inherent micronutrients within them. They have non-essential phytochemicals and they modulate your gut ecology to also decrease like glucose spikes, as we said. So and this then, is when you eat a fruit. Yeah, this is talking, this is just like a study being like, these are all the reasons we can think about why fruit is so healthy after our study. And then the last thing is undiscovered mechanisms. Because mm. they're just like, we, when we, we study people who eat a lot of fruit, like they're living longer and they're healthier. So like, I'm sorry, but like, we just don't know exactly why. Yeah. 
but like we can only assume it's kind of like the only result as like an average person you need to know though the only thing they did say was that there were um less benefits and in fact a lot more glucose spikes from dried and canned fruit oh yeah I was because you're taking mention, out the water you're maybe adding yeah sugar. that was something i wanted to bring up was both fruit juice fruit juice and dried fruit <laughs> oh yeah fruit juice there was a lot of studies on kids and how it was like really unhealthy for kids yeah because well, if like, you think about that it sounds intense, shouldn't say really unhealthy like at yeah, least no, I, in I, a I, lot I of ways it's still containing nutrients like yeah. it's not as devoid of nutrients as just like pure sugar. But it's not doing the same thing as like your kid eating an apple, which I assume is like so hard to make. And fruit do. juices strip the fruit of fiber. Yes, like exactly. They yeah. pulverize it. And a lot of times they're keeping like the apple peel, like the, the skin parts getting like stripped away, um, which contains a lot of nutrients in the first place. Um, yeah, I always remember my mom would make an apple pie so delicious she'd leave the skin on because she'd be like, you're getting some extra nutrients. Yeah, and I'd be what like, I will say is I found, so in general, they would say like fruit juice isn't like the devil. Like you can still have fruit juice, like fresh squeezed fruit juice, but it's worth knowing that A, it's much easier to consume way more than you think because yeah. like a lot more sugar and you're stripping a lot of fiber. But I said orange juice in particular does not appear to affect blood sugar, possibly because of the soluble fiber and pectin that makes it into the glass as well as the phytochemical hesperidin. Hmm. Cool. Um, now it also doesn't require any chewing. So like there's a lot of reasons why fruit juice Sure, you can have it, but just know like it's not the same as eating a fruit. And then dried fruit, like you said, contains less water. And for the same reason, it's easier to eat a lot in bulk. Like yeah. you, you could eat a yeah. lot more dried fruits than yeah, you would the equivalent sure. of, you would just feel so much Although more Although it's like, ew, apricot. It's like when I found out an apricot could not be dried and was like a real actual oh, like, like plump, what? it was so good. <laughs> and then whenever I, for whatever reason, like, Everyone eats apricots, which is nature's fuzzy peach. Yeah. Like they're like, yeah, they have you're the right. Same that must vibe. be what it's inspired by. That's probably why I really don't like them because I'm like, it looks like a fuzzy peach, but I'm putting it in my mouth and it tastes like nothing. Mm -hmm. Or it tastes like, ew, I don't like dried apricots, but I didn't even know you can have a real one. And then I did. And I was like, this is delicious, like a plum. Yeah. I mean, fruit is so good. I always shocks me. Like, yeah. And I it think, is I think the more you stay away from like a lot of sugar, like the sweeter those things become in the first place. Like, oh, we did, yeah, that was like the video we did about aspartame and stuff. Yeah. Why they think aspartame can actually be bad is it changes the receptors in your tongue to crave more sugar. Mm -hmm. So it's like that is what's happening, right? Yeah. If your reference point for sweet is something like the humans made, that's like so sweet. Of course, fruit's not going to be that. Then you're going to eat a blueberry and be like, "This is so bland." Yeah. But really, it's so... Also depends on the ripeness. We have to talk about ripeness. Do we? Well, because sometimes a fruit cannot be ripe and it's like... Ouch. Disgusting. Yeah, or like a green banana. It's like, yeah, truly green bananas are the one of the... I, a banana, I think, is actually my favorite fruit at the right, at the perfect ripeness. I think. Wait, I, really? Yeah. Okay, well, good question. Favorite fruit? Banana? Like, I, I recently... Was, okay, sorry. Sorry, I don't mean to like... My favorite you. fruit that I can consume every day. Not that you can't consume other fruits, but bananas are so accessible and really easy. So like I don't have to prepare it. Like yeah, I like true. pineapple, but you have to like really They're either buy it pre-prepared or like cut open a pineapple. Yeah, cutting a pineapple takes 48 hours and is like an actual like engineering feat. Yeah. So you're right that that like a, eating a banana is, I mean, hello monkeys. It's like it's designed as and packaged yeah, for well. like a thing of creature with hands. It's like a <laughs> cheese string, but it's real i would say my actual favorite sort of fruit that's i go oh my god this can't be good is mango like in that uh, it's, it's truly the most delicious it's so sweet, good 
shocking fruit that exists yeah. that I'm like, this is candy. <laughs> but it is, it has to be good for you because it's just like, it represents the tropics. <laughs> oh, it's something so I came good. across just that came to my mind was there are studies that looked at, okay, what if you ate a bunch of candy, but then just loaded up on like, um, what? what's that? Metamucil, like, or fiber. Like, what if you just added fiber supplements to your diet? Oh. And studies have found it's not the equivalent. Because you would think, yeah. like, in the That's same with a fruit, hilarious Well, attempt. some of the recommendation for fruit is, like, you know, just eat it with some, like, have some nuts with it. Then yeah. you're, like, bringing proteins and fats in your body. And at the same time, it'll be processed a little differently. So, I mean, it's a reasonable question that, to ask. Like, can I have thing. candy? And then like the sugar could be like outweighed by fiber and that may be true to a degree, but it's not like, it's not well, like that's whole the whole like glucose monitoring blah, which is like such a thing. And I shouldn't say it like that because it is real and doctors are getting on it is that they're like never eat naked carbs. Okay. Another side note. We're never on side note. Ter- oh, territory like, never like, eat shredded wheat. All of this shit is giving me like eating disorder vibes. Like sometimes I listen to these health podcasts mm. that are all scientists and I'm like, can we all chill the fuck out? Yeah. Cause it's like, you're really just like, now you've attached something to your arm to be so psycho about food that you're not going to go out and just enjoy food with your friends, which is like the whole point. Mm -hmm. Anyways, it's so devoid of joy and they get away with being like, we're science. And it's like, you're being crazy. Anyways, back, they say never eat naked carbs. So for example, they're like talking about your kids. Like if your kid gets home from school and wants a cookie, you give them yogurt with it so that it's going Mm -hmm. into your gut with fat and Mm -hmm. with protein. And it's like, essentially all trying to mitigate the glucose like spike. The spike yeah. But it, to me, it's giving um, a psycho over. Like, I'm just like that. I don't know. It's giving gr- gonna, granola oh, parent. <laughs> like, here's your cookie and here's I mean, your granola. I think that's I mean, totally your fine. Yogurt. I think it's fine. Yeah, I think no, it is that, fine. But you're right fine. that it can go down a wormhole of like overthinking every food choice. Yeah. Right? Like you can have a cookie and not worry. Yeah. Like you can eat processed sugar. Like that's fine. But I guess if you are listening to the Huberman lab <laughs> and you're wanting to find these quick things for yourself, maybe it's a little more intense when you're I'm th- picturing a kid I mean, like, here's your joyful cookie and here's like a scoop mm-hmm. of yogurt. Like, I can see how those hacks, if you're like an adult, could be really like, if you're interested in health, like fun and easy to do and make you want to keep reading the book or listening to the podcast. It's like, it is a simple hack. Yeah. It doesn't have to, you don't have to like, yeah, obsess over it. And it could, I think though for kids too, like it's an easy negotiation tool because obviously like sugar and yummy salty foods are so appealing to kids (laughs) that it's an easier way to be like, well, you can have your cookie as long as you're also eating your other food. Yeah. It's the same reason people are like, you have to finish your dinner before you have dessert. Oh, yeah. you're full, then you don't get dessert. Yeah. You know? And and um, also these glucose spike, I read a lot about like studies about them, were saying that you eat your vegetables first because they have fiber, coats your mm-hmm. gut, then you eat your protein, and then you eat your carbs. See, now I think that is more intense. The order. Yeah. yeah I'm, saying I'm not saying you shouldn't hack, do it, and I'm not saying I haven't thought about it, but like... You have... Like, I didn't even know about that. I've heard about it. I've never actually, like, stopped and been like, I'm going to eat in this order. But to me, like, this is just to me. I don't mean this to project on other people. If I start thinking about that, then I'm like, I'm spiraling into somewhat disordered eating. Yeah, okay. Because yeah, maybe it's just because it's new. There are other things that maybe I do that other people would be like, that could be disordered eating. But I think for for some reason, the order I eat my food in would be such a change. In well, how that I is eat like my food. disorder, order. The or- order. Yeah, but I just mean, order. I don't think it means you have disordered eating. I just think for me, for some reason, that change 
It would just upend how I eat. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They pitch it all as like simple health hacks, but then when you really think about actually putting them into action, it's cr- it, it, it's you're giving crazy at the dinner. Oh, can we get these first? Like, imagine being out for dinner. You'd be like, Yeah, we need to eat our beans first. Like, can those come yeah, first? Yeah, you'd just be like, and in general, like when you're eating, you're eating within like a 15 to 20 minute window. Yeah, but people are really we're in the era of people trying to. Optimize. optimize optimize so i can see how these hacks like catch on and they feel good to do because yeah it gives you sense of control and, and there's nothing wrong with that yeah. yeah and i think that can be exciting again it goes back to the like maybe you're increasing your rate at five percent and yeah you know like yeah. really and if it's about it's, feeling if, good if it's worth your five percent of your mental energy if it's more than that yeah. then maybe you shouldn't do it and it's all just everyone's afraid of dying and they're trying to like mitigate it yeah like, we all go. honestly okay so comparing gay man to fruit because they're soft, tender, and effeminate. It's like, are they effeminate? Have you felt a pineapple? I know. They're saying <laughs> that's what they're saying here, and they're saying so. that like like women, all yeah, like, women are often compared to like fruit, like body wise. Yeah, right? they're just saying it's like another term that was for women. And like then they soft, also okay. said that like most derogatory early terms for gay people were also similar to making fun of prostitutes. Hmm. For example, queen, punk, gay, faggot, fairy, and fruit. I'm like those. Like, did we ever call sex workers queens? I mean, maybe. maybe. I don't know. Wasn't alive. Or punks. Maybe. Okay, wow. Straight guys really picked up punk. <laughs> like, they really took punk Like, we back. want that one. <laughs> yeah, it's like, um, excuse me. That's what they used to call us gays. <sighs> the, um, um, wait, favorite. what is your favorite fruit? Gun to I head. I told you two. You said two. Mango. Mango, if I can... If it don't have to peel it, like it's just too much work. Oh, like per, like given to you. Every day I would in, have a banana. Yeah, I love bananas. Okay. And mango though is like, wow, this is a treat. Like I don't think I could eat mango all the time every day, but a banana is like mild enough that, and I like it enough that I, it sounds so boring. Like I never ever saw myself as a banana person until literally in the last year I was like, oh, wow. love. But it's just so strange how a green banana is the most disgusting yeah, thing to me. Yeah, that's interesting. You're playing with fire with mm-hmm. that one. Mine's blueberries. Interesting. Have you ever been... Least in- favorite. What? No, like, sorry, what is your least oh, favorite? Oh, are there any blueberries or your least favorite? <laughs> they like used to be one of my least favorite. How? Because you're I, just trying to be different. No, because I didn't like blueberry pie. And so I was How like, do you not like blueberry pie? It's definitely not the best one. It is the best one. <laughs> also, the, like... Like August, like finding a blueberry shrub while camping and just going to town on the wild blueberries. <laughs> Some of my best memories. I also love blackberries. I See, love that. I actually think blackberry might be my least favorite. Really? But I don't. Oh, actually raspberry. I don't like raspberries. Yeah, raspberries I do love, but they're very like. Kind of bitter. They're like, like, that's it. Like they don't have much to them. They're gay. They're soft and tender. <laughs> like they're like when colorful. someone's like, oh, that gay guy is a fruit. I'm like, yeah, you mean a raspberry. <laughs> you don't mean a pineapple. So what is your My least, least favorite? favorite fruit? I honestly think it might be like an apple. Apples are pretty boring. They're really Sometimes boring. Sometimes every now and then there's just so many. They can varieties. go so wrong. Every time I touch them, I'm like genetically modified to all hell. Like I feel like they have the most like <laughs> when they're like this Monsanto. Big. Like like Monsanto has like capital. You want to know why though? When we were in Colombia, I had not realized this. We live in like I know we live in apple, apple capital orchard. of the yeah. world. Like when we were in Colombia, the the variety of apples was just really simple. It was like three and they different looked kinds. so bad, and they were like, we had to ship these from Ontario. Yeah, when we would <laughs> when you go to the grocery store where we live, and maybe lots of like North American There's and thousands. People, it's just like. 
entire rows of different I remember apples. you bought an apple in Columbia and I was like, don't ever do that <laughs> yeah, again. I was like, you know, I was it like, also tasted I was like, like it was weeks old. It's like you're walking to this gorgeous Columbia and like Columbia has so many fruits. Yeah, and then you it's like, like It's like a farm. Like gorgeous. And yeah. then there'd be like one part of the grocery store that was like <laughs> decrepit with like disgusting like lighting and like literally like cobwebs and mm. there would be like three apples and they'd mm. be like $14 and I remember once you bought one I was like no like we're yeah. in the wrong place and yet they'd have like 10 varieties of avocados and so many different types of avocados also one of my favorites but everyone's so basic I would be like you're so uh, is papaya I love papaya but it's so polarizing to people I didn't want to say it because I didn't want to sound like I was just trying to be alt <laughs> but because some people are like it tastes like feet and sometimes I'm like it does taste like feet, but like it's so good and the texture is amazing. And maybe it's because it's like represents like the fact that I'm traveling, but it feels like I'm I've not getting it. it much. So mm. then it's like, this is good for me because it's like, it rare. is. It's a really good one. People say papaya is really, really healthy. What were the other? Oh, I loved like those fruits in Colombia where you cut them open. There's like those like sour seeds. Like, oh, uh, like passion fruit kind yeah, of vibe. Yeah, passion fruit vibe, but it was called something else. Mm-hmm. And they would, I would just put that on my cereal. I love passion so fruit. So good. Yeah. I love passion fruit. Oh, I yeah, like dragon probably... fruit, but that's so hard to get in Canada. Dragon fruit gives me the craziest IBS. Which I've learned does happen to a lot of people. Gives him baking. And when I eat the red ones, it's like scary. Yeah, the red the red dragon fruits, when you cut them open, you're like, we're in Game of Thrones. This is like not reality. <laughs> and I love them. For and it that comes reason. out the other end that way for me. Okay, wow. No. I, <laughs> and I'm a, and pure diarrhea. And I'm like, wow. I'm I'm trained to eat a dragon fruit, but those are like if you have a dragon fruit like in your fruit bowl, it's like, okay, you're exotic. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like, it looks, it truly looks like modern art. I remember mm, once being like, beautiful. should I just put this on our wall? But then I'm like, oh, I guess it'll like rot. But it looks fake. Yeah, there's, it's really, really pretty. And yeah, I kind of think like, I feel like there were so many other fruits in Colombia. Yeah, we this loved. is the thing. Our context of fruit is probably so limited yeah. to where we live. Like there are so many fruits that we don't eat that could be our favorite fruits. And we I don't know. know. We don't know. Yeah, and like even thinking about like India and and worse worse fruits. Isn't there that one fruit that like smells like rotting flesh or something? Oh yeah, like rotten. Like fruit. people like always do videos where they show them trying it and they want to vomit and stuff. Like, I forget what it's called, but anyway. Ew, we have such lame fruit. I'm like my favorite blueberries. Like that's so boring. <laughs> also weird when you're like the things that are considered fruit are a lot more than you think. Anything like a tomato. Yeah, and a cucumber, right? Yeah. Anything with seeds. Yeah. Wait. We're we're canceled. Wait, canceled because I don't know what a fruit is is and a vegetable is now, and I'm going cross-eyed and I'm passing out. I'm like, I have a science. (laughs) It's not just seeds. A fruiting body. Oh, I see. Like a carrot doesn't have a seed. Yeah, yeah, it's a vegetable. I know, (laughs) but I mean, there might be more to the definition. (laughs) I know. I thought it was like seeds internally. Like there are people screaming who are like, "Why would I ever listen to these fruits?" Okay, my last thing to say was like, when should you avoid fruit? There's kind of a couple cases. Oh, interesting. So when you're wanting to be a man. Yeah. (laughs) When you don't want to be gay anymore, you should stop eating fruit. Yeah. Um, So some people can be allergic and have food intolerances. That one's fair. Fair. If you're allergic to fruit, fair. And and there are specific diets like low carbon keto diets. Like the goal with them is to change how your body processes sugars and fats into energy. So like Mm. your, the whole goal is to go into ketosis where your body burns fat instead of using glucose for energy. Mm -hmm. And for that to cook in, you need to minimize your sugar to like sometimes as low as 20 grams per day. And a single piece of fruit could have that much. I'm not saying whether this is good or bad, but when that's the goal, of course, like you, you choose your own diet and it's why some people 
avoid fruit and vegetables, which to me is shocking. But, you know, everyone has their own goals and their own health habits yes, exactly. and like their own personal dreams. And if like you're not eating fruit for health, like I'm, a, I'm just, I might make fun of you, sorry, at the beach. <laughs> like if you tell me it, I'm just going to like laugh and you're going to be like, that guy's annoying. I'm like, well, whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, fruit, a sweet and fleshy, hello, talking about us a gay man, <laughs> sweet and fleshy product of a tree or other plant that contains seed and can be eaten as a food. So mm. you were right. It's just containing seeds. So then cucumber... Tomato. But I think vegetable is like a more broad category. Yeah. Like a, like a vegetable. But it is true. Like, it's like the broccoli doesn't have seed. Yeah. Neither does a potato. True. Right? Like, think of things that, like, often grow under the ground. I just Googled Peanuts. Broccoli. Or is a peanut a fruit? Or nuts fruits? Yeah. So why is that a legume? Okay. Wow. <laughs> On our science podcast, Googling what is a vegetable. <laughs> I do this all the time when I'm researching for videos. Okay. Vegetable is the edible product of a herbaceous plant. Okay. That is a plant with a soft stem as distinguished from the edible nuts and fruits produced by plants with woody stems, such as shrubs and trees. Okay. Wow. That's so weird that, that they're saying vegetable has to be herbaceous. Versus what? Like a shrub and stemmed and trees, which gives you nuts and gives you fruit. Oh. That's really weird to me. And I'm like, uh, yeah, if you knew that, you are smart. <laughs> like, it's like, it is okay to be walking on this earth and there not are people what a who are going, is. no, if you didn't know that, <laughs> you are stupid. No, I don't know. I think that's just things they don't teach you in school. And that you forget that you're just like so around all the time and doesn't have that significant, like, we are not foodies. And so it doesn't play that significant yeah. role in our minds to think of the distinct. Although we did between. do a full on like show about a farm <laughs> where we lived on a farm and truly talked all the time about farming and what the vegetables were. Oh, life is funny like that. Yeah, especially when you're a fruit. Okay. Um, yeah. So, fruit in the end. Yeah. Who would have known? It's good. In and conclusion. If men are yelling at you on TikTok, <laughs> just grain of salt, babe. Yeah. And we're going to do a video on only eating meat because that's the next, that's the, yeah. that's the, that's the <laughs> pinnacle of this like trend. Yeah. Just like not eating vegetables only or fruit meat. or only eating meat. Well, I we'll see. Maybe it's great. Maybe we don't even know. Fathom where they're finding the studies. Like, okay. It must be so expensive. Okay. We going? Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next time. Also, post. Peace. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.